Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corner Store Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Koval. You can follow us on socials, IG and Twitter, at cornerstore underscore pod. Please let us know who you want to see in the corner store. Give us a hint about folks you'd want us to talk with. Uh, as always, Max's Snack Tour is in the building. Mercedes Zapata is currently taking social media of the corner store right as we speak, actually. It's kind of eerie. It's very meta right now. Um, DJ Kashara has left the building. She set us up to succeed. She fled the building like a superhero because she is one. <laughs> and uh, in the corner store, we have a, a really talented artist who both works uh, in the studio, in the street. Uh, I don't know a ton about this person, but I am a fan of their work. We have Zor, Zor, Zor in the corner store. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. For thank you for me. thank you for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't. I am a fan, and and I'll just say part of what attracts me to your work is that it feels like it is partaking in a lot of different traditions that are both kind of ancient, indigenous. Uh, you know, recall for me some of uh, what you might find in. Um, you know, Aztec, Mayan iconography, uh, you know, heavily involved in like a Latin X kind of icon iconography, um, almost like a, like a woodcut print. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, there's a lot of lines in your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but those lines then go to create a, some sort of symbolic figure, character, animal. Um, and again, that kind of reminds me of like, you know, maybe a kind of many, you know, God worship or just like, you know, who folks are seen in their, in their, in their daily life. I am, uh, I'm a fan. I, I, before we begin, I want to, as people are listening, if you could give out um, socials so they can see the kind of work that we're talking yeah, about today. So I pretty much just use Instagram and have Instagram, and it is at ZZZ always with a Z at the end. Cool. Um, also, I, uh, I want to begin by welcoming you with the snacks that Max oh, yeah. has secured <laughs> for you. Uh, you know, Max has gotten you uh, to begin with. A, yeah, a watermelon oh. raspberry flavored coconut water. Um, it's delightfully cool. sweet. So yeah. I hope Open it right now. you don't mind the sugar. Yeah, please do. We love sound effects. Also, Max, I've never seen these before. I am super curious about what these are. They are goldfish baked graham snacks, the vanilla cupcake flavor. They're, they're goldfish. <laughs> That are vanilla cupcakes, but graham crackers. It's confusing what these are. But Super playful. I like it. Okay, good. Good. I uh, I hope you enjoy them. Feel free to use them, you know, share them, what, what have you, <laughs> okay. uh, whatever you want. Um, but let's just go back to, uh, yeah, kind of what I was saying. Like, it, it, am I way off on the on, on a read of, the, of, of your work? Um, by describing it? Yeah. No. Um, I mean, a lot of people say the same thing, that it reminds them of, like, Mayan or Aztec or Kef, uh, African, like, cultural native imagery mm-hmm. um, that isn't necessarily purposeful. It just kind of happened. Like, when I started drawing and became obsessed with drawing, um, I just started drawing these faces and creating line work, and it's just grown since then. It's kind of just became my, I don't know, signature go-to style. Um, but it, I don't really know where it came from where it stems from it's inside without sounding too cheesy um no that's not cheesy at all well yeah. let, let's let's track it down let's just begin uh by, by, where where are you from i am from chicago i grew up in chicago um but my parents are from poland and they moved here in the 70s where in poland the southern poland so like close to the mountains a small village called Skrzypne and Sierotskie, okay. which is like two hours south of krakow 
Nice. Okay. Yeah, I got I got people. My uh, my dad's mom's from Poland. Okay. Um, and when I was in Poland a few years ago, I felt like I had came to a town of my cousins. You okay. know, it was weird to look around. And Do you remember the name of the town? Um, I don't actually. It was south. I okay. do know that. Um, cool. It was. We were there for a jazz festival. Okay. Uh, and because I forget where it was, but it, it was also what I did not know is that Poland had a really good polish b-boy b-girl scene yes um which also stemmed into the realm of street art and some graffiti and Mm -hmm. uh and even like you know i met a bunch of um polish uh streetwear uh designers Mm -hmm. you know which was pretty cool like uh triple x cartel okay um or backyard cartel or something like that was a polish streetwear brand uh, and they had a store um but okay so your folks came so you grew up uh where i mean chicago has a uh, giant polish population by midway yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and did, speak Polish in the house? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had to go to Polish school. The church that we go to is Polish. Um, yep, as Polish as can be in the USA. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and Chicago is yes. kind of as Polish as you can be in yeah. the USA. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I think at one point, the biggest Polish population outside mm-hmm. of, of Warsaw. Of Warsaw. Yep. Uh, which is significant. Your folks, what did they do? So my dad uh, is like a construction worker, uh, single man business pretty much though. So he does, he used to do a lot of roofing um, and then now he just does like home remodeling, I guess. Um, and my mom, she stopped working when I was born, but before that she just worked in a factory, like a card making factory. And do you have siblings? Yes, I have three brothers. Oh, wow. And where, where are you in the order? I am second. Yeah. So I have an older brother who's... 37 maybe and then me i'm 29 and then a brother who's 26 and then my baby brother is 17 wow okay and uh are they are they artists as well um yeah they all have a creative side to them i definitely got a lot of influence from my older brother because he was always like doodling cartoons stuff like that um and then my brother who's 26 is really into like carpentry and woodworking um he likes to draw too i actually like went like I would take him bombing with me which is really funny because he had no idea about anything but he was like the best sidekick ever because I felt safe with him he's super strong he could lift me up wow um so that was fun for like a year and then my younger brother is really creative too but in his own way as well right so let's let's track your development so when when how early do you remember being into to drawing um pretty much always um I never saw it or considered myself like an artist or thought that's what I wanted to do um but in spare time like as a kid I was always like drawing painting um art class was always my favorite class uh in high school I was like an AP art but even at that time like I didn't really know that that's that was like a thing I was going to do can you say where you went to high school sure um I went to Kennedy John F. Kennedy Uh uh-huh by Midway and so what kind of encouragement were you getting in your AP art class um I don't know. I don't know if I was really getting encouragement, but I maybe from my peers more than the teacher that that they like either would want me to help them <laughs> with their stuff um or I could just tell that one of my pieces were maybe a little bit I don't want to say better, but like stronger than some of the other students' works. Yeah, did you start messing with the line then or prior to that? Uh no. I didn't really start that until I started the whole Zorzor thing when I was 20. Okay. Um, so kind of late bloomer in a way. Um, but I think the line stuff might come a little bit from after high school. I went to college for interior design and we had to do a lot of space planning and floor planning and like a lot of just like graphic 
shape planning. Right. Um, so I kind of reference that or like think that that's where some of the influence came from. Yeah. And almost like a blueprint in some ways. Yeah. Like you're dealing with yeah. space yeah. in, in a, in and a particular way. And sometimes when I look at my drawings, I'm like, oh, this like I could like see it as like a space. Um, like especially for like parks or playgrounds or something, I could totally see like, oh, this could be this or this could be this. That would be but, also, I would love, that would be amazing. I would yeah, love to see. Yeah. yeah that that makes sense. From, like an aerial perspective. Yes. Right. Yeah. A maze like two, yeah. like a, a hedge yes, maze or something yes, like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's part of absolutely. Cause mm-hmm. you, I don't, is that also part of what's happening at, in your work? Is there like an internal kind of conversation that's happening yes. via the line yeah yeah totally and what what is it like what are some of the things that you're trying to, to um, convey what amazes me and like what always has amazed me once i realized it was how when i draw most of the time it's just like free thinking like i'm not really planning too much it's just kind of like going with the pencil or pen or paint and wherever it goes it goes um and then usually when i look back like later even if it's like a week later a month later a day later Um, that's when I like kind of understand what my brain is like telling me or like my heart is telling me. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's like something I really can't explain. It's like really, what's the word? Well, I don't even know what the word is. (laughs) Well, it seems, it seems because it's both cerebral, but also it's a feeling. Yes. And you know, because it's, it's, you know, it is to, to fit all those lines in a space is a kind of math. Yes. And, I always loved math too as a kid. Which makes sense yeah. given that there is kind of a geometry in, mm-hmm. in, in your, you know, what I've seen of your work. Um, but that you're also leading with a feeling, which is interesting, you know, and I don't think a ton of artists work that way. Okay. You know, it's because you're kind of accessing both parts of your brain and okay. all of us are, but I think you're doing <laughs> it in a more pronounced way, like a marriage of what is formal um, structure and also a kind of freedom. You know, okay. which is which is pretty beautiful. Cool. Um, so you said the Zor 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 comes when you're 20. Yes. Um, prior to that, mm-hmm. are you paying attention to graffiti and street art in um, Chicago? Not really, right. to be honest. Okay. No, I actually discovered graffiti and street art. Like, obviously, I probably saw it around. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't like focused or really paying attention to it. Um, but when I was 20 and I stopped going to school. Because I realized I didn't want to do that, uh, that career option or career path. Was that difficult for folk, your folks? Mm, not really. They really give me a lot of freedom to kind of do whatever I want. They don't really give me that much guidance. Um, they care more about if I go to church or not, to be honest. Okay. All right. um, but, yeah, I discovered and fell in love with street art and graffiti in Paris. I lived there for five weeks with a friend. Um, and had nothing to do but just like walk around and discover the city and out there like Paris is a lot smaller than Chicago and they don't really like buff as much I think it's kind of embraced yeah um, it makes the city what it is in a way yeah um, which is incredible to see right yeah a kind yeah. of yeah it like, kind of like blew my mind yes yeah yeah because ki- it is a kind of embrace yeah I don't you know there are certain sections where you see it more and certain mm-hmm, sections mm-hmm, where you see mm-hmm, it less I think mm-hmm. certain sections where it's looked down upon but okay. then there are neighborhoods where you're like wow it's mm-hmm. just up and mm-hmm. running mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you yeah. were there for, what were you doing there for five years? I was just honestly hanging out like um my friend was studying there and she's like come visit me like you can stay with me in my dorm so I lived with her in her dorm for free, just like taking that opportunity. Um, yeah, 
And yes. were there certain artists that were that that you remember that were kind of yeah. garnering your yeah, attention? Yeah, it's, it's this is great because someone was asking me about this the other day, so it's like fresh in my memory. But I remember um, seeing just like this like cat sticker everywhere. I remember seeing like this like cigarette wheat paste with like this goofy face and like loving whenever I spotted it around um, Space Invader, like you know Space Invader. Yeah. Um, spotting his stuff everywhere was like yeah. the funnest like game yes. to play and like counting like how many of them can I find in the whole city and I think I found like thirty of them. Wow. Um, in the most random places, different sizes. Um, I love seeing him or other artists that I see in city to city. Yeah. You know, because I've seen him now in a number yes, of cities. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's incredible to yeah. like, it, cause yeah. you feel like you are, you know, maybe a deep is, is, is something I've even seen maybe on IG, but to, mm -hmm. then to see it in real life mm -hmm. in a city mm -hmm. and then see him or any artist mm -hmm. in a different city is a very mm -hmm. special thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I'm really finding these gems. Totally. You know? Totally. And it's like you get, become familiar with them without really knowing who they are or yes. where they're from. Yeah but you recognize them and you get to know their name and you're just like, what over here too? How the hell did they get here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so, so when you say you would spend five weeks, that's when it caught your attention. Yes. What, what did you, you started to think like, Oh shit, maybe I, I want to do, do this. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. What was that switch? Um, just like realizing maybe just how much I loved it. Like I loved finding it, spotting it. And then I just wanted to be a part of it. Um, so how did you get started? So I, met a friend like I met this person out there um I remember and I remember like telling him like expressing my interest and being like and he was like you know I know where you can buy spray paint like I know where the shop is and I was like cool let me go buy a couple of cans so I bought like two different pinks um and then just started spraying stuff like I remember like some of the stuff I feel really guilty about like I remember being in like a club somewhere and being drunk and having the can in my purse and it actually like exploded in my purse because the cap was still on it and I didn't realize it. My arm was resting on it and then all of a sudden I smell the paint and then I open my bag and I'm like, oh fuck, there's pink shit everywhere. Um, but they still let me in the club. Like they had to check your bag, but they <laughs> saw I had like paint and a paint can in there and they still let me in. And then I'm drinking. So, you know, we get a little crazy. Um, and I like spray painted the bathroom stalls like inside the club. And like when I think about it now, I'm just like, what the fuck? What did you, but what did you put? What did you one write? One of my faces. Like that oh was like instant, which oh, wow. is really weird. So it's, you just, it was something where you knew you're like, I'm going to put a fake. Yeah. This is my, yeah. my signature. Yes. Sorts. Yeah. 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 It just like happened. Like as soon as I picked up a spray can, I was just like, this is going to be it. Right. Literally. Like no thought really. Just like natural instinct. So you were wrecking bathrooms in Paris? Yes, um, a little bit. <laughs> and then did you start to get into the streets in Paris? or um, Very little, because yeah. I feel like it was at the end of my trip. Um, but I do remember, like, I had, like, a watercolor set with me, like, one of my first memories of that, too, and, like, taking watercolors and painting on a bench and then realizing, like, wait, the rain will wash this away. I should probably, like, get a better material. Um, but, yeah, and then I think I just did bombing and then when i got back to chicago that's when i started doing stickers um and then it evolved to like stencils and then like creating a bigger stencil at home and like uh spraying it on like newspaper or whatever and then we pasting it out somewhere and yeah how are you figuring all this out um i think i'm like i learn by observing and by watching and paying attention to things so i think just like paying attention to what i saw out there and seeing how it was done um just i kind of like was like oh well i could do this or i could do this i could do this this works like this um i don't know it's not too hard to figure out if you pay attention i think <laughs> and were there chicago artists who you came back started starting to notice yeah 
Um, I was a big fan, like, in Chicago of, like, Nice One, Lux, um, Clam Nation. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, I fucking Clamo, love yeah. his shit. Amazing. Um, Esper. Yeah. He just was, like, everywhere. Weed Wolf. Yeah. Weed Wolf was, I don't even know who that was, but he was a beast. Yeah, I think um, Don't Fret has talked about Weed yeah, Wolf. Don't yeah, Don't Fret, he's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goons. Yeah. So what So what years are this? What, what years this do you come back from? This would be 2011. Okay. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good time for yeah. all of this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I think, you know, even though the buff is very severe, I think that the buff hadn't yet figured out that street art was... I didn't. I, it took them a while yes. to figure out what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, the difference. So shit would run yep. much longer mm-hmm. than I think it does currently. Yeah. yeah, I mean, street art in general is a little bit more like innocent than graffiti. Yes, um, and looked at in that way, I think too. Yeah, I, I like that you put quotes up around innocent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're right. Because it's it's utilizing sometimes similar tactics as graffiti writers, mm-hmm. and sometimes <clears throat> coming from the same community. Yeah, but treated differently. Yeah, you know, for sure. <clears throat> because of that perception. Mm-hmm. So 2011. When, when, do you remember some of your first forays into uh, being on Chicago streets? Yeah. Um, I definitely remember like my first wheat paste ever. Um, I think I did like four of the same character. It was like supposed to be like a nesting doll because I really like nesting dolls coming from Polish culture. Right, no doubt. Um, but in my own way, so it just looked like this weird blobby thing. Um, but I remember making three of them. I put one up by, I think what is now like the chop shop in Wicker Park, but before it was just boarded up. I remember putting one there, putting one right by the Logan Blue Line. Um, where else did I put them? I can't even remember the other. Oh, like one got taken down right away somewhere off of Milwaukee too. A lot of it was like Wicker and Logan though. Right. Um, Why that area out of curiosity? Cause that's where I was hanging out at, at the time. And that's where I probably felt like I would get the most exposure or like, you know, that's where a lot of that stuff was happening um yeah um okay so i got a lot of questions about then your time because you're still putting putting up stuff that is not sanctioned yes um which is part of the reason why we want to make sure that we uh you know obscure your identity yeah Yeah. um because you are superhero right um superhero yeah yeah you're a superhero that's i mean that's (laughs) what street artists graffiti writers are you know you guys come in the you know in the night or in the day and yeah you you appear and we're like all of us are like how did that happen yeah that's cool because i remember um when i started to like google myself um this like super girl would come up and i guess her name is like kara elzor or something which i don't know anything about comics really but i was just like whoa my name is connected to Supergirl? Like, that's pretty freaking cool. That's right. Yeah, appropriate. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll take it's it. appropriate. <laughs> I will uh, fly in the sky. <laughs> it is a... Um, so, so some of my questions. Uh, one, in that time, in the time, it's, you know, 2019 going to 2020, run, run-ins with uh, the law. Have I had run-ins with the law? Yeah. Um, a few times. Um, my first time was pretty stupid, but it's like you learn as you go. But I was like on a bridge outside of San Francisco. I forgot what the suburb was. And it was daytime, probably like 2 or 3 p.m. Um, and I like, other than using spray paint or whiteout or whatever, um, I would carry around like a little bucket of paint and a paintbrush and like do my tags with that, which is when I think about it now, I'm just like, that's so slow. What the hell are you doing? But uh, I remember being on a bridge painting like this like face, like right there as traffic is going by. And this cop pulls over and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I can wash it off. I can wash it off. It's just paint. Um, so then he made me go to Target and like buy a gallon of water and wash it off. 
And but he didn't arrest me or nothing. Wow. So that was like super lucky. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This ain't so bad. Um, but then maybe 2013 in Miami, uh, it was really, it was, it was still too early to be out doing stuff. But maybe it was like eight or 9 PM, um, in South beach. Uh, and there was like this abandoned hotel that was already covered in shit. Like there was like barely any space for me even to put anything. But I remember ducking in a corner, like doing a tag and like putting can in my backpack and like walking away thinking everything's fine. And then like five minutes later, the cops pull up and I'm just like, Oh shit. And I was like, Oh, I could pull it off though. Like I'm a girl, you know, like nothing will happen. But yeah, they ended up arresting me. Uh, I had to spend the night in jail and I now have that experience. Right. Did they charge you or they let you go? They let me go, but I had to pay a fine, um, which I thought I was going to be able to get away with because it was in Florida, not in Chicago. And I live in Chicago. Um, but no, they got me because I w- my license was going to be suspended if I didn't pay it. So right, that shit will follow you. Yeah, yeah. That's um, in the past. Yeah, right. That's in the past. Good. And uh, but you, but like I said, you still do uh, you know work um, that is not sanctioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, how often are do you try to go into the street as a practice? Um, to be honest, it's weird. I feel like when I'm home in Chicago, I get like busy with like life shit. So I don't do much in Chicago, but whenever I travel, which I try to travel as much as poss- possible, um, that's when I focus on, like, I'm going to, like, get up in New York and Miami and wherever I am because um, I just have more time to dedicate to it. Um, Where are some of the memorable pieces of yours that you've been proud of putting up in the world? Um, Poland. I always love putting stuff up there just because it's, like, close to my heart. Um, New York. I love putting shit up in New York because it's just like such an awesome city. Um, and are we talking spray, stencil, wheat paste, all the above, stickers, all of everything? The above. Yeah. Um, the past year, it's been a lot of just like stencils and wheat paste. So I like make the wheat paste stenciled image at home and then like roll it up and bring it with me on my spirit flight. Um, yeah. And then and then put it on the street. Put it on the street. Yeah. And do you have a kind of. Um, you know, like a, some sort of practice where you venture into the street, you're wearing a, a, a mustache and dark glasses <laughs> and a hat. Like. Um, no, actually, it's like it's it's become so I've become so comfortable with it in a way, especially if it's a wheat paste, because I really feel like nobody cares about that stuff or like nobody will really fuck with you. And if they do, you can just peel it off the wall. So I really am not like afraid of that. Um, yeah. And like I have a specific memory of like kind of like breaking out of that fear or like feeling comfortable doing it no matter how many people are walking past. Um, Maybe in like 2014 or something, I put a big wheat paste on the Berlin Wall. Wow. Like in the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, And I was with my best friend um, and he was like, dude, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Because people are nonstop walking past and I was like waiting for the right moment. And it was like a big piece. I think it was five foot by four foot or something. So it's not just like, beep, no, you know, it took, a, it took a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, but that was like an exhilarating feeling just to be like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so you've gone in the street, you, you have friends, homies, you're part of a crew. How, do, how does that work? No, when you- um, I'm not a part of a crew. I've always been kind of on my own. Um, and kind of just meet people along the way. And if I vibe with them, I would go out with them. Um, yeah, but then the last maybe five, six years, I've been traveling a lot with my best friend who is also Zor. 
Um, so he's been like an awesome uh, support and just like like watch my back kind of person because um, he also used to do all that stuff too. So yeah, Zora the Chicago graffiti writer. Yes, Mario Gonzalez Jr. Oh wow, Zor. yeah, Z-O-R-E. Yeah, salutes to him. He's yeah, yeah he's yeah. a legend. Yeah, and an incredible, incredible artist. Yes, yeah, very dope. Yeah. Did, now did he? Did he put you onto the name or no? No. Okay. We actually met because of our names, um, like not knowing each other at all. Um, and then we were both in the Chicago Cultural Center show, the paint paste sticker or whatever. Yeah. yeah. In, Shout in, out to Nathan. Right? Yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah. Curated. So Nathan yeah. Mason introduced us. Nice. Um, and he was like, Zor, this is Zor. And I was just like, Ugh. that's hilarious. <laughs> did you, now, did you guys have to battle for the name or did you um, come to an tried, agreement? He, he tried. He tried to battle me okay. and I was like, fuck you. This is my name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And now you guys are homies. Yeah, now we're homies. That's the, best, the best of friends ever. That's really cool. Yeah, he's he's super talented, yeah. and we we want to get him on the show at yeah, some point for sure. Um, and really, I'm excited about the the gallery space that mm-hmm. he's built in, yep. in Bridgeport, which yep. you have been a part of. Yes, we do it together. Right. Um, ah, my bad. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah. originally, that was like a really cool organic thing that just happened. Um, I was looking for a studio space, and then came across this storefront in Bridgeport, and just really, really felt right there. And then um, Mario is like let's turn it into a gallery too you know so it's like part-time studio part-time gallery and what is um, it called it's called grace jane projects yeah which also on instagram is at grace jane projects yeah and it's um, great you guys just had a great group show maybe yes, it's still up we did we actually just started taking it down okay. yesterday and i was really really sad because the work looked so fucking cool and yeah. i was like oh I don't my man's nick away. fury was in there yes, there's a bunch nick of people fury, yeah Jash, really. corinna button sally co uh juan cano who else was there christy lopez I uh, hope I'm not forgetting anybody. A great group show. Yeah, it was awesome. So that's become an important space increasingly for street artists, graffiti okay. artists. Um, your 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 gallery space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what what is what is the future of that space look like? Um, it's really organic. It's like because we both travel a bunch and we both have like our own art careers and then other jobs and whatever we're doing. Um, so we just want to keep having like awesome shows like that's like the goal i guess is just to have really great work and really great artists in there that we believe in um yeah and also giving like maybe some people that maybe haven't had the exposure but we think their work is really great like kind of like a catapult or like a first opportunity um that's great for like group shows uh yeah i don't know yeah that's great now you said you travel a lot but you also have do you have a regular gig yeah Kind of, um, yeah. You, can you, t- you don't have yeah, to Yeah, so no. I bartend by night. Yes. Um, which is great because it's super flexible. Right. Um, not like a super serious job or nothing. And, and they're cool with you taking off totally when you... They're totally cool, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, do you have travel coming up and how often do you travel to, to paint and for work and stuff like that? Um, Coming up, not in the next couple months really. I, I kind of have like this like goal... Um, I definitely want to be in Poland and, like, Europe for the summer, like, May, June, July, August. Um, Originally, I was going to do, like, a whole year trip and, like, get away and just, like, only work on art for a full year. Um, But now I'm just, like, thinking about that because a year is a long time um, just to be away from, like, family and everything. Um, But that's, like, the next idea in my head. But it's very, very possible that I'm going to go other places. I think I'm actually going to do Puerto Rico in February. But that's also still just, like, up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always kind of like last minute plan stuff and just go 
places. Nice. And I, and I want to talk about your studio practice as well, yeah. right? Because uh, how how recently have you been developing that practice? Did that coincide with you coming back wanting to make work for the street? And you're like, I also want to make it for the studio? Or Yeah, it kind of is just natural too. Um, when I met Mario, he invited me to his studio. And that was like my first experience, like seeing an artist's studio. I was just like, whoa, like this is awesome. Um, and just hanging out with him a lot, like just working in the studio just became natural to create pieces and then people started wanting art from me um to like hang in their house or whatever um so yeah i don't know i probably don't work in the studio as much as i should but whenever i have like a project or a show coming up or something that kind of like gets me in there and like focused and not just scatterbrained well and what what does your practice look like i mean day to day week to week month to month like Mm. in in what capacities are you making do you have to sit down are you doing it every day do you it varies. Yeah. Um, I always carry a sketchbook with me um, just in case or like if I have like some downtime. Um, I'm always kind of like making stickers, I guess. That's kind of like been just like a time killer and like just keeps me practicing or something. Um, I do everything by hand. Everything by hand. Um, That's time intensive for the work that you do. Yeah, I know. I know. But I love it. Like I don't ever want to change that because it just is like way more special to me when like something is like touched by the artist for sure is it meditative oh totally 100 yeah. yeah like if if i'm not creating art and like just like like i get like sh- like stressed or something's wrong with me i'm just like oh it's because i haven't been painting um yeah right or drawing or whatever it is right yeah um so in the field there are a lot of women but i also there aren't uh it it seems to be especially in street art mm-hmm. graffiti it is um a a field of a lot of dudes mm-hmm. and so being a woman being solo in the work mm-hmm. uh how how has that been for you uh awesome yeah yeah i love it um it's cool cuz like that's not something i ever really thought about or cared about um but once i realized that i was just like fuck yeah this is awesome like i'm a chick and usually um, people think I'm a guy. Like most people think I'm a guy because I'm anonymous, right. um, which I love. Right. I love like confusing people or like, or I walk in the room and they're just like, what? That's you? I know, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I don't know. I love it. And especially like to at the Culture Center show, which was my first big show that like changed my life and made me realize like people know who I am or like I'm being noticed or I'm respected in a way. Um, I was one of, I believe, three females in that show and i don't know i can't remember exactly how many artists maybe like 20 different artists um and the youngest i was 23 at the time so that felt really good and gave me like a confidence boost that was a big show for the city yeah Uh, you said it changed your life what are some of the things this now for those that don't know this was a you know kind of first of its kind Mm -hmm. street graffiti art show that the cultural center in chicago curated nathan mason great curator Mm -hmm. uh had to fight to get it Mm -hmm. inside Mm -hmm. of the cultural center um whereas you know the cultural center prior to that is someone who has helped to kind of demonize street graffiti art you know so Mm -hmm. you know who is uh, it's through the cultural center that you know something like the graffiti blasters is you know in Mm -hmm. part passed Mm -hmm. right um in the 90s and uh but this was a significant uh show for the city but mm-hmm. but also for you you said it changed your life what 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 happened after after the show um i don't know like just by being a part of it and when i walked in the room i didn't realize how much history 
there was in graffiti culture in Chicago because I really came into it and started doing it blind. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. All I know is that I love this and I want to do this. Um, so when I like went to the show and was just like an attendant in attendance there, I was like, wow, like, how did I get in this? Like, there's people that have been doing this from like the 80s, 70s. Um, I'm just I've been in it for like two years. How do I what? Like, I don't know. It just blew my mind. And like the way that Nathan curated the space, like when you walked in, my pieces were the first pieces you saw. Mm. And they're just like, and I just created these pieces like with whatever skill level I had at that time where I just buffed some newspaper. I like glued together like, I don't know, 12 sheets of newspaper, created like this six foot by five foot canvas, um, paint like buffed it and then painted this girl figure and then like painted two more on the sides. And he just like clipped them up with uh, binder clips, like how I would hang it in my room. And everyone else, you know, was, I don't know, I just couldn't believe I was in that level or that like running or caliber or whatever of artists. Yeah. Well, yeah. A nod to the future as well. Though, yeah. Right? Um, so now in, in 2019, going into 2020, you are an established member of the Chicago street art and, and gallery space and scene. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you, how do you think of the, the lay of the land right now? You know, like, who are you? Um, you mentioned some of the folks when you came in that you're inspired by. Mm -hmm. Who are who are some of your peers or folks that you look to who are motivating you now or the folks that you... Directly in Chicago? Yeah. Um, definitely Zor, Mario Gonzalez Jr. Um, Stays making dope work. Yeah. Both like 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 big scale work. Like yes. Some of his paintings. Yeah. And I, I work, we work a lot together. We collaborate a lot together. Um, I painted my biggest wall with him, like a three-story building wow. in Dubuque, Iowa, which was my first experience, like painting something in that scale. Um, so he's a huge, like probably number one influence on me and my work, and even the way that I go about things and learn about things. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then other artists that are just like inspiring me right now with like their work, because I'm really, I really crave and like love originality, like something like, oh wow, I've never seen that before. Like what, like what? This is awesome. Um, huge fan of Josh or Josh Grodo right now. Um, his shit is just like I fucking love it. I was like talking to him about the other day about just like what does your studio look like? Do you just have like scraps of paper yeah, everywhere? Yeah, he, like, he's he's taken really fondly to the collage. Yes, yeah, um, and but like kind of color schemes and yeah, too, right, which exactly. Is like so different yeah. than his studio work yeah because he's a dope say. writer yeah exactly and that's how i know him and then yeah. he started to put up some of the collages yeah. on ig i'm like shit okay yeah. yeah yeah um i don't know i'm inspired by a lot of people i guess yeah cool yeah. um so when you are not making when you're not at the bar when you're not uh you know putting in time at the gallery what are some of the ways that you kind of feed yourself just to be a person like some of the ways that you mm. chill or what yeah. you know like how do you unwind and, i'm and i'm obsessed with thrift store shopping i love it i love and i get inspired a lot and like find like objects that i want to like paint on or like use in my work in some way um I, I love items like things uh clothing like crazy weird vintage clothing i love patterns fabrics. Oh, your coat now is dope it says cash what, yeah, what does it say cash only. Cash this only. i actually Im impulsively bought in miami okay like a couple weeks ago at max club deuce okay it's like this like awesome bar in south beach um you can still smoke in there oh which wow. i don't smoke but it's just kind of cool but you can yeah yeah <laughs> if well. you smoke um yeah so you so you thrift shop i'm, I'm obsessed with thrift shopping uh -huh. um what else i like walking i just like walking around 
Um, obviously, I love nature. I love hiking. Like, if I go on vacation somewhere, like, I love to go hiking in the mountains. Um, that's how I spent my past birthday. I just, like, was in the mountains and, like, was, like, super fucking high up there. And then, like, a storm came in. Like, I saw these black clouds coming in, and I was the only one on the path. And I was just like, oh, I got to run. I literally, like, ran down the mountain hoping not to get electrocuted. Um, so that's what I like to do with my free time. <laughs> yeah, no, na- from- na- yeah, nature frightens me. So I, I try to stick in the, to, to a street. Um, but and it's cool too with like mountain and climbing. Um, I always want to get to the top and tag my name. Word. Do you do that? Yes. Word. Yeah. Okay. That's like my fa- like one of my favorite, like, and that's just for me. Cause like no one really will see that and it'll get washed away or whatever. But I know that I did that and it's, it's pretty fun. That's pretty cool. And that's also, I think kind of some of the most, ancient forms of graffiti writing mm-hmm. it is it was you know it was like i was here yeah you yeah know? and yeah. that's because that's part of what the yeah. tag is yeah is like i was here yeah. if that here be on the train or in on the top of a mountain or just in a moment of life mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just a way mm-hmm. that people have mm-hmm. historically chosen to mm-hmm. identify their their bodies mm-hmm. their, their their lives yeah you know? and it's cool too for me to see like stuff from like when i was a little kid if i'm like in my parents attic or something and i'm like whoa i used to write on all my stuff always right so it's like kind of cool that that's how how i like started my art making too or like took like that's where it kind of began is just by like writing on walls or like writing in places where you're not supposed to because i always did that (laughs) when you you when you say because i love to walk and i love to walk in the city and and now i've been you know following folks like yourself street artists graffiti mm-hmm. artists for so long that even in my mind when i'm walking a city sometimes I, i'm looking for you know your work and the work of your mm-hmm. colleagues but i will also be thinking now like oh wow that'd be a good spot to put something up yeah. is, is yeah. that is yes. it almost like it like a like a second nature at mm-hmm. this point where mm-hmm. that's one yep. how you observe a city totally totally yeah. totally there was this one spot um like an underpass by like ashland and archer kind of where you get on i-55 going yeah south or whatever direction that is um i remember eyeing this spot for like a few years and i was like i know what i want to put there i want to put it there i know i want to put it and but it took me like two years to actually be like okay i'm gonna finally do this and i did it and that was like i think one of the greatest we paced moments of my life um i did like this cool like character pretty big actually but just like fit perfectly in this little nook and now when i drive past it it lasted like a month um, but what I still drive past that spot, I'm like, I want to hit that spot again. I want right. to hit that spot again. Right. It's such a good spot. And then at some point you begin to have your spots yes. too. Right? Yeah. 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 As, yeah. Especially as like a graffiti writer, like that's kind of like what they try to do or you try to do is like maintain your spot. Right. Are there but spots now? Territorially. Are there spots now that you're currently holding down? There's one that I need to go fix because I just saw that someone like went over me. So, but this, that happens. Like sure. I don't find any offense in it or nothing. You don't but. take it as a sign of war. No. Okay. No. Some but I take do. it as Some a sign do. of like, damn, this person doesn't know who I am, so that's why they're going over me. That means I got to be like stronger and more dominant, you know? Um, but whatever. They're probably just a kid that doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, but I want to go repaint it, but now I'm like, damn, it's winter. Right. So it's going to have to ride like that until the spring or like when it's warm enough to go repaint it, which sucks, but whatever. Right. <laughs> and when you are out walking, like what are the things that you're looking for in terms of a canvas? Um. I don't know. I don't know. Just like an interesting location. I don't know. <laughs> but um, and any so in 2020, I mean, where, where will we be able to see your work? Um, around the city. Sure. 
or, or you know internet whatever yeah i mean that, i don't really know um i know that i did a project for like berwin where they like did this rail like along the metro tracks or something so i know two of my pieces just went up over there so that's like new there's this other project i was supposed to do but i think they just postponed it so hopefully that'll happen next year um i might be painting something in pilsen probably also in the spring because that's what's tricky right now is uh the weather yes it's very tricky yeah. and shitty yeah um and getting increasingly shittier yeah uh you also have a you have a piece coming up at, at young chicago i think you're, you're oh, part yeah. of a, a show part that of a, uh, max has curated young chicago others which i'm really excited about well thank you for being a part of that yeah, show for yeah sure. what 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 can we expect to see in that show uh i don't know yet okay yeah okay all right yeah to to be determined yeah to be determined great um well zor 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 it, it's incredible and outstanding to talk to you where where can people uh be in tune with your work one more time yeah so my instagram is at zzz always with a z and then you can follow the gallery at grace jane projects also on instagram great well thank you so much for being in the corner okay, thank you shout out our super producer dj cashera big up boss man todd manley Thank you to our official corner store photog, Mercedes Zapata. Salutes to the snack door, Max. Also, please, y'all, follow our Instagram. It's corner underscore pod on IG, on Twitter. Tell us who you want to see in the corner store. And also, please consider dropping a couple of dollars into our Patreon account. It's patreon.com corner store underscore pod. The corner store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.